Hello, and welcome back to the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. This show exists to connect Black, Brown, and Indigenous women who are interested in sustainability. Our goal is to inspire, encourage, and educate each other. From gardening, to thrifting, to minimalism, to veganism, and everywhere in between. We are all on a journey to taking care of our bodies and our planet. I'm your host, Ariel Green. As season two of the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast draws to a close, I want to thank everyone for listening and reviewing and sharing the podcast. It's always appreciated. New episodes will begin airing in the summer, so do follow us on Instagram and Facebook to stay up to date. I've actually been really off the game with social media lately, but I'm going to use this little break to get back on track. As you may have noticed from listening to a few episodes of this podcast, I try to keep the topics light because sustainability and environmentalism can be very heavy. And it's easy to feel the weight of the world on your shoulders with all of the information that we have access to about the state of the environment, because for the most part, it's not looking too good. So while we do discuss topics that are serious, I always try to find a lighter side. And that's exactly what we're doing today. Being in the environmental space and understanding the implications of our everyday habits, as well as the implications of the 100 corporations that contribute to 71% of global emissions, that knowledge can weigh heavily on us. And it's as important for us to advocate for the planet as it is for us to take care of ourselves and our mental health, which brings us to today's guest. Alejandra Duenas is a Peruvian native living in Colorado. She's a holistic life coach with over 10 years of experience in the topic of self-growth, self-development, and spirituality. Alejandra is the founder of the signature life coaching program, The Three C's Method. It's a program aimed at helping women heal from trauma, toxic patterns, and mental and emotional wounds. Alejandra's mission is to elevate human consciousness through the process of healing mental addiction, living in the present moment, and tapping into your soul's purpose. So today we'll be talking to Alejandra about how to combat eco-anxiety when you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. Thanks so much for joining us today, Alejandra. I am so happy to be here. You and I have a special relationship because you were my coach just about a year ago. I did your one-on-one six-month coaching program, and it kind of changed my life. So I'm so happy to have you here today. Oh my gosh. I was just telling you before this recording that like, this is the most meaningful podcast to me because I get to do it with like, I called you on Instagram, like one of my OG clients. Cause you were like before the three C's method, which is my signature program. And we'll talk about that. But before that was even, um, before that even existed, like you were one of my first clients, um, who believed in me and we had a beautiful journey. Um, so it's just that much more meaningful. I'm excited for today's interview. Yes. So before we get too much into your coaching program and all that, 
I want to talk about your sustainability journey because the way that I found you was through your Instagram when you were talking a lot about sustainability. So tell us a little bit about your sustainability journey. Yes, totally. So actually, my sustainability journey it is goes hand in hand with my life coaching journey in a way. So how it all started was with me having a lot of health issues, um, but digestive health issues, like more so like my dietary patterns were not in well accordance with what was going on in my body. I was having a lot of gut issues. Um, so then I came across this holistic health certification um, for any of you, for any of the listeners who have gone to IIN, I'm an IIN graduate. Um, and I decided to become a holistic health coach not so much because I wanted to be a coach, but I was dealing with so many um, health issues myself that I just wanted to dive into, like, I just wanted to dive into this a little bit more and discover what I needed to do to heal my gut issues, heal what was going on internally for me. Um, so I was like, why not? Let me just do the certification. But I was in no way looking to be a coach. Like, I didn't do the certification to be a coach. Um, but I went ahead, I did the certification, and that actually opened my eyes to so many areas of health. There's two areas of health that... Um, holistic health focuses on, which is what my school likes to call primary foods and secondary foods. Um, primary foods being mental and emotional health, and then secondary foods like the actual foods, like vegetables that you're actually eating, and how both of those are so important in your life. So as I started learning more about um, food and nutrients and nourishment, I actually went into the path of being um, of having a, be a vegan li lifestyle. Um, and it's interesting because even at that point, I was had no idea about sustainability, and I became vegan for my health rather than for the animals, which is what most sustainable people will, will really become vegans for. Um, but then just in my journey of learning so much about foods, about learning the toxicity of foods, um, I realized that there were so many toxic um, things in our life, like even down to clothing. Background of me is that I also have a bachelor's degree in fashion design. Um, and then the, the sustainability topic in fashion started just coming up to me, like from, I think maybe social media, I just started seeing it a lot more. And um, then I actually joined an MLM business um, that that is all about essential oils. And then learning about essential oils, I was like, okay, it's like so many things came my way that opened my eyes to sustainability that we should be more con that we should be more aware of the things that we're buying. We should be conscious consumers. We should be aware of like the toxins that some of the things that we're buying might have. We should be aware of the ethics of where the things that we're buying from is coming. Um, so many different things and it, it all literally started from um, going to school to become certified as a coach and it just all started from there um, thing after thing after thing um, and it opened my eyes to sustainability so then that's how you found me on Instagram I was like you know what I don't know what my purpose is in life yet all I know is that I want to share whatever I know and help as many as I know and at that time it was sustainability and um, not only I wasn't just talking about sustainability like in so many different areas. So not like I was talking about sustainability when it comes to fashion. I was talking about sustainability when it comes to mental health, when it comes to food choices, so many different areas and just sharing all of that. 
Um, so that's that's really how it all started. Um, and I know we're going to dive into this a little bit more, um, but I'm, I'm so glad that we get to do a call today, not just on sustainability, but addressing the mental health aspect of it as well. I think it goes hand in hand. Um, I'm glad that you found me through my Instagram talking about sustainability. And I'm, I see you now as like, growing your Instagram and being this huge sensation, just speaking up more on sustainability. Um, and I'm glad that we get to dive into this. I know um, you were telling me that um, I was like, is it okay if we let your listeners know that I was your coach? And you were like, yes, of course. Um, and we talked about yeah. your, your famous like logo saying, right? Because for the listeners who don't know, Ariel was known for the Nike logo that's just do it. Like she became the person throughout my program that would just go ahead and get it done. Like despite the fear, despite the resistance, she would just get it done. And I was just like, Ariel, just do it. And she was like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Um, and it's gotten her to where she is now, even creating this beautiful podcast. So um, this is me just being a total coach and like bringing it, bring, bringing the topic out of me and into you and <laughs> you the love in the first, all the love that I can. Um, but anyway, that's how I'd answer that question. Yes. That's how it all started. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I mean, if it weren't for you, honestly, and the just do it motto, I probably wouldn't have started this podcast. So, you know, we have Alejandra to thank. Oh, <laughs> yay. And I guess me for doing the work. So no, totally. <laughs> but amazing work. Yeah, definitely. Um, so what, when you were talking about the program that you did, um, I love how they prioritize mental health over your, like what you're actually eating, because normally we don't really do that. We think what we put in our body is like more important than maybe the thoughts that we think or, you know, things like that. So I think it's so great that they put mental health above that. Yeah, definitely. That was one of the biggest concepts too that I learned when it comes to the things that you're eating and dietary needs. Um, the biggest aspect of holistic health, which is another great topic that can go into the sustainability um, world, is that no one diet is great for everyone. And mm -hmm. that's this huge thing, right? Because sustainability enforces more of a vegan lifestyle, but it just isn't the best thing for everyone. Um, and there's so many different things to consider. Even um, like for me, I told you guys that I became vegan for health purposes. And then of course, it's a huge plus that I get to do it as well to save the animals. Um, but there can be so much pressure with that. And we'll talk about it. So I won't get too into it yet. Um, but yeah, I think the biggest thing that I learned with holistic health is that like no one set thing is good for everyone. And it's important that you find ways to create your own, your own sort of whatever it is that, um, just, just is an alignment with you, with, which, with your intuition, with what feels right to you. Um, and I think that's a source that can bring, there's a reason why there can be a lot of pressure around sustainability because sometimes we might feel like we need to do things a certain way only rather than being kinder to ourselves and actually finding something that works best for us and is still helping the planet. Um, but we'll dive into that more too. Yeah. So you did mention that environmental sustainability and emotional sustainability go hand in hand. Can you talk more about that? Yes, totally. Um, so I know this from experience um, because when I first started my 
uh, sustainability, non-toxic living uh, journey, um, I got to a point of becoming an extremist with it to a point where I was like, I can't use any plastic to a point where I remember um, like the few times that I, I told you the story where like I would go to the grocery store and like I ran out of bags or something and or I forgot my bags and I'd have to use a plastic bag. Obviously, no one knew me, but I would feel like everyone in that store knew who I was and was thinking like, wow, look at that sustainability girl, like you, like using plastic right then and there, right? Or like walk, even walking to my car, mm-hmm. I felt like I needed to hide the bag because, and of course, no, I'm sure no one really <laughs> knew me, but like in my head, I just had this pressure of like being so perfect with it and taking it to such an extreme that I was not being kind to myself. And the thoughts that I, that were coming up for me were a lot of self-sabotage, a lot of limiting beliefs. And I was just not happy with what I was doing. Like I wasn't um, diving into the world of sustainability from like a loving space and being kind to myself. It's like I was more, um, I was prioritizing being kind to the planet and loving the planet at the risk of my own health. Um, which is why I believe that mental health and environmentalism, like they go hand in hand, right? Because you have to be able to share your knowledge from a place that you're also like, as much as you want to love and care for the world, you have to more importantly, love and care for yourself. Because if you don't do that first, then you're not going to be able to efficiently share with others how to love and care for the world. And what tends to happen I think we touched on this a little bit too. What tends to happen is that um, when you have not tended to your own needs, when you have not addressed your internal reality, your mental health issues, limiting beliefs, anxiety, depression, overthinking, whatever might be going on internally for you, um, and you're sharing all of these different things out to the world, which yes, is great, but you're also doing it from a very low and heavy and dense energy. And what tends to happen in the community Mm. is that you tend to preach something, but almost from a place of like, if you're not doing this, then you should feel guilt. If you're not doing this, then you should feel shameful because this Mm. is so wrong and you can't be doing this, right? And anyone who takes on that kind of, um, I'm thinking of like an Instagram post, right? Of someone posting of like, this is wrong, you can't do it. And if, you, if you're if you doing this, you are killing the planet and um, you should feel like shame, shame for it, right? If I'm seeing something like that, and this goes to anyone, mm-hmm. right? That's not going to want you, that's not going to make you want to change, right? If anything, you're going to be like, you're going to get defensive, you're mm-hmm. going to feel attacked, and you're going to be like, who is this person to tell me what to feel, Right? Um, and that's not the way to do it. So that's why it's so important to really embody um, the a, a good, healthy energy when you are helping others, when you're, um, I was going to say when you're coaching others, but that's what I focus on, right? Like I make sure that I embody the things that I coach because I want to make sure that I'm coaching at from a full cup rather than from an empty cup. And I think that can happen so much that we Um, those who are very into sustainability um, and environmental sustainability, we get so cut up in like, okay, we have to be perfect. We put on all this pressure. We have to show up on Instagram and do this and do that. Um, But then it just comes from like a frantic, anxious energy. And people are not going to receive that in the same way as if you were to really work on yourself first, your mental and emotional health, and then share that. Um, And it's interesting because as you guys know now that Uh, my Instagram at first, when I first began this Instagram journey, it was all about um, sustainability. 
Uh, and I actually, when I went from sustainability to life coaching, I actually ended up coaching so many uh, of my followers who were all predominantly huge um, sustainability warriors. Um, and I realized that all of these mm-hmm. women that were so into sustainability, sustainability were dealing with heavy anxiety, heavy depression, not, not really so much within the world of sustainability, but with their own issues, with relationships, with friendships, um, with childhood traumas. And all of that energy was being projected onto their Instagram. And they had so many insecurities, so many issues with mm. up on Instagram. Um, so yeah, I mean, we could talk about this for quite a bit, but um, there's definitely a correlation between the two. Um, and it's, it's an issue that needs to be worked on, right? If you want to be the best environmental um warrior talking about sustainability and just sharing all of this knowledge to the world, it's important you prioritize prioritize to give yourself the love and kindness first, ease off the pressure, not take anything to an extreme because then it automatically becomes negative um, and always, always come from a place of love, right? Just because you feel guilt and you feel shame about maybe using that plastic bag at the grocery store doesn't mean that you get to make other people feel the same way for it. It's so easy for humans to project their own issues and their own pain onto others. Um, and that's not fair. First of all, you're not going to get your point across. And second of all, um, you're not addressing what's really happening within yourself at root level. Yes. Yes. I have definitely had those feelings of, just like you feel like an imposter sometimes when you do something that may not be sustainable. And yes, I've been at the grocery store, especially during the pandemic. And, you know, like there aren't as many, we have to, you know, for for sanitary reasons, we kind of have to take a step back and do things, you know, that may not be the most sustainable anymore. And it's been hard trying to grapple with that and to forgive myself for, you know, doing these unsustainable things. But like you said, it's, you have to put your mental health first because it's not sustainable to go, go through the motions and be doing these things and you're not feeling passionate about it. You know, it's kind of like, why do it? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, jumping into a topic of sustainability where, when you're coming from this very heavy um, energy that you haven't worked on, it's actually just becoming more of like some sort of hell for you because it's only adding to the amount of pressure and extremism and guilt and shame. Um, And it's totally normal because our thoughts are used to liking that kind of stuff, but we're not realizing that this is the biggest concept that I talk about constantly. And I'm sure you've probably heard me say it as well is that we can't change our external world without first changing our internal world. And we think it's backwards. We think mm-hmm. that like if we just do a lot outside of us, that suddenly everything's going to make sense inside. It's like that phrase that says, I'll be happy when. Like, I'll be happy when I get that dream house, right? But no, you can ha- be happy right now. And if you focus on clearing up what's going on internally for you, that's how you change the world. Because you're able to help and First of all, you're able to help from a full cup, but you're able to help from a place of love, a place where you feel confident, a place where you embody what you what you want to see in the world and from a place of non-judgment. Right. Because there can be a lot of judgment in the environmental, sustainable uh, world. 
Um, and that is not what love is, which is huge because it can be so easy to judge others, but there, the word judge doesn't exist in the word unconditional love. There's a reason why it's unconditional. So it's important to understand other people's perspectives as well and see it from a loving space rather than being triggered because a lot of people can just be triggered and fire back with anger and Again, that just doesn't help the bigger picture. It just creates more chaos. Right. Yeah, like you mentioned, there can be a lot of judgment within the community. Um, just because there's so many things you can do to be sustainable. And like you said, it's not going to be the same for everyone. And while we're all trying while we're all on our journey, um, it is very important to come from a place of love and sure you can give information to people, but when it comes to making someone maybe feel bad about the decisions that they're making, that's definitely not the way to go. Mm -hmm. For people who are feeling overwhelmed with their sustainable journey, maybe they're feeling like they're not doing enough or, you know, they just feel guilty about some of the choices that they have to make. Um, how can they combat these feelings of maybe eco anxiety? Yes, definitely. That's a really good question, Ariel. Um, so first, I think it's important, as we've talked, to look within, right? To be honest with yourself, like get a little bit past the ego um, and be honest with yourself and say, what are the things that I really need to work on, right? If you have ego anxiety, it's just like any kind of anxiety, right? It means that you have anxiety. So if you have anxiety, that means that you have to um, again, move out of the ego and ask for help. Because a lot of the times, um, and I, I know this because I've been that person, we think that we can just do it all on our own. Like, oh, I have ego anxiety. It's okay. I'll just, um, you know, start doing this to help with it a little bit more. And then the ego anxiety comes up again anyway, right? It's important that you take the necessary steps to heal that anxiety. And anxiety can be healed. It doesn't have to be something that you deal with for the rest of your life. I can say that for me, I don't have anxiety. Um, that's not to say that I don't ever get it, but if I get it, it lasts like maybe less than five minutes and I can move on with my life. It's not taking over my life the way that it is anymore because I've worked, I've done the work to heal from it. Um, so the first step I would say is to be honest with yourself and seek help right? Because a professional, a coach can help you with addressing these issues. Um, something that I always talk about as well when it comes to any kind of anxiety, depression, or overthinking, it's a thought addiction. Most of us humans are addicted to thinking. We're conditioned to constantly think and have a million thoughts in our head, so much so that it doesn't allow us to be in our present moment. Because here's the thing, you can't be present and think at the same time. It is not humanly possible. So that puts it into perspective, right? Like, oh. when was the last time I stopped thinking? When was the last time I was actually present? And when you're actually present, that's when you can relieve the anxiety. That's when you can relieve the depression, the overthinking. When you're coming from a place of wholeness, when you can feel confident and empowered in who you are, when you can come from a place of love, and you can be present, you heal the eco-anxiety. Of course, that these are just all cute, beautiful words, and there's so much work that needs to be done with that as well. Um, but that's why I recommend seeking help, because you need someone. Eco-anxiety isn't just working on it once a week or once a month or whenever it shows up. It's about working on it every single day until you can heal from the issue and then not have to address it anymore, right? So 
another deep concept that um, comes to mind is that although you might be having, for any of the listeners who might be having eco-anxiety, you might think that it's related to the environmental sustainability side of you, but I'm sure that this anxiety is rooted into something deeper because most of our issues today, unfortunately, are all rooted in our childhood, right? And how the experiences that we had um, in our upbringing, uh, maybe we experience a lot of trauma, a lot of anxiety there, um, and we're bringing that back into our current moment now. So al although you might be thinking that you have eco-anxiety and you're like, okay, yes, I can accept that I have anxiety, try to get to the root of that problem. Ask yourself, where else have I felt anxiety in my life? How can I relate my upbringing to what's going on in my life now, right? Maybe there's a part of you that doesn't feel accepted in the environmental sustainable world. Um, so you're pushing and pushing to feel accepted. And maybe that's rooted from your parents never accepting you. And you've just had this life of... Mm you know, sharing to the world that like, hey, I want to be accepted. And now all of a sudden, it's just in this eco world. Um, but it's been in many different other areas of your life, your whole life. Um, so it's also something important to look at. And of course, as a holistic coach, I always try to get to the root of the issue, right? Anxiety is always rooted in something deeper. And it usually, usually always goes back to our creation, like what happened the first five years of our life, um, have a huge, um, uh, pull on who we are today. Um, and usually we will also project those emotions and feelings onto others. Um, so for example, with the, with the idea of acceptance, right? You're, you, you might feel like, okay, you weren't accepted, uh, by your parents as a child. Um, so your whole life you live, you, you looked for validation, you looked to be accepted, right? And now you're in this ego, um, world, you're soaking up all this information, you're sharing it with the world, and you're still wanting and searching to be validated. You're still wanting to feel accepted, right? So then this comes from um, just overall you projecting that onto others and not realizing that no one should validate you. You validate yourself. You need to find the acceptance within yourself. So in a nutshell, everything goes back to you and your internal world. How do you work on your ego anxiety? By taking a good, deep, comprehensive look at what's going on internally for you and taking action consistently, having someone that can help you take that kind of action consistently. Um, and that's how you change your energy. And by changing your energy inside, again, that's how you change everything in your outer world. Wow, love that. I love how you said that the eco-anxiety probably isn't the only anxiety you have. It probably goes deeper than that. And I can totally see that um, just because, you know, we all have our own issues and things can manifest in different ways. So by feeling maybe this extra pressure of wanting to be perfect for the environment to, you know, save planet Earth, um, you can put that extra pressure on yourself and see your anxiety manifest in another way. So that's a great way of putting that in a, a different way of thinking about it too. Yeah. Thank you. I, I think what's going on is that because we haven't dealt with the wounds that we have internally, we're clinging on to anything else that we can put our minds to. So we cling on to the eco world 
but then we project all of our inner uh, hurt and wounds onto the eco world rather than coming to it from a place of like having worked internally first, right? So it could be eco anxiety today. It could be relationship anxiety the other day and something else anxiety the other day because we're just overall, we just have the anxiety, which is rooted in something deeper. And we're just projecting it into all, all other areas of our life. Yeah, exactly. So you mentioned that seeing a professional or getting help from a professional would be um, a good way to help deal with your anxiety. So I think now's a good time for you to tell us about your coaching program and what people could expect from it. Yes, definitely. So I am the founder of the Three C's Method, which is my signature coaching program. And in this program, the main thing that um, I do is I help women who have undergone trauma, who are um, experiencing a lot of toxic patterns that they can't get themselves out of, who have a hard time um, with uh, mental and emotional wounds like anxiety and depression and overthinking like we've talked about. I help women heal from that, from the trauma, the toxic patterns, and the mental and emotional wounds. And I created this program. It's funny because um, I began coaching Ariel before this program existed, but this program came about after coaching so many one-on-one -on -one clients and realizing the main the main uh, pain points that women were dealing with, which was anxiety, depression, not feeling confident within themselves, um, uh, having a lot of trauma, especially um, in terms of their relationship with their parents and how that was affecting their day-to-day -day life. Um, and that's how this program was created. And I feel very positive knowing that a program like this really helps at you know, helping in so many different areas of your life. So I'll share with you guys a little bit of like the toolbox of what's covered in the three C's method. The three C's method has five modules, um, yes. which I like to call the toolbox. And it's how the whole program is broken down. One of the first modules, we um, talk about being your highest self. And I think this is so important for it to be the very first module in the program, because it opens up uh, or it gives you tangible focus on who you need to be and who you want to be. Your highest self is the best version of yourself. And you get this chance to address, okay, who is the best version of myself when it comes to relationships, when it comes to career, when it comes to um, health, when it comes to any area, finances, any area of your life, right? You're addressing, writing it down, creating um, not exactly a vision board, but in some sort of way you could say that it is, um, as to where do you wanna go because if you don't know where you want to go, then it's really hard for you to just keep taking steps forward in a blurry path, right? And that's usually what happens. We tend to take action steps forward and we keep taking steps forward, but we don't really know where we're going. So our path is kind of blurry, which means that it can be very easy for us to go one direction and another and another without having a clear, tangible focus. Um, so the first toolbox is creating your highest self knowing exactly where you want to go, exactly what your path is going to look like. Um, another big uh, aspect of the program, which is the second module, a huge toolbox here. There's so many, many tools within this module is everything in relation to time management, a huge topic. Um, because who doesn't mm -hmm. want to work on their time management skills to be able to get all the things done? 
um, and how to prioritize things efficiently, how to um, understand how your cycles work as women, um, how your phases work, your four phases of your cycle, and how to work with that. Because a lot of the times we are working against our body's energy and we're not listening to our body. So it's a huge topic as well um, in the time management module. Then the third module is like the deepest module where a lot of women get a lot of resistance in um, because this is this module is called finding the root cause, which as a holistic mm-hmm. health coach, I've talked to you guys a little bit about this already. Finding the root of where, for example, the anxiety is coming from or the trauma. What do we have to work within the trauma to truly heal the situation, right? So this is this module brings a lot of resistance because the reality is is that if you're dealing with anxiety, eco anxiety, whatever uh, mental mental or emotional health issue that you're dealing with, you've most likely been used to ignoring that issue rather than addressing it. Because obviously, ignoring it is a lot easier than addressing it. And it's hard, you don't even you might not even know where to get started with addressing your anxiety, right? So finding the root of the problem in this uh, module, we focus on facing it head on, this anxiety, these mental emotional wounds, this trauma that you've undergone, we're facing it. And you have to feel determined enough to really do the work to finally heal. And once you can stop ignoring the issue, once you can face it and truly give it your all to heal, you never have to deal with it ever again. And that's the best part. Rather than what we tend to do, which is ignore the issue, ignore the issue, then a snowball effect happens. And I'm sure you can resonate with this, um, that you know, then something small happens and you just blow up because you've been just accumulating Mm -hmm. so much little mini anxieties that um, when something happens, it's just full on panic attack because you can't hold it anymore. And you don't deserve, no one deserves to live life like that. So that is another uh, tool that that we work on within the program. Um, Our fourth module is a sweet one because it's all about finding unconditional love, uh, which is so important. I think the biggest recurring uh, topic that I see with every client that I have, which are all women, is that they're insecure. They don't feel confident enough within themselves. They don't love themselves mm. enough. There's so much judge judging. There's so much comparison to other people. Um, and that's a huge topic. So I needed to have it in my program where we address how to truly find unconditional love within yourself. This is the sweetest module, and I'm sorry, Ariel, mm-hmm. because you weren't in, um, because you weren't in the three C's method. You didn't get a chance to experience this, but um, this module, the sweetest part about it is that all the girls in the program have a commitment ceremony um, where they're actually, in a way, kind of marrying themselves. They'll have a ring to symbolize their promise to love themselves unconditionally, which is so, so beautiful. And Ariel, even though you didn't do it in the Reese's Method, I so recommend that you do it. Um, But it's a beautiful, beautiful form um, that kind of just unites all the girls in this cohort together um, towards just embodying so much love, which is Mm. necessary deeply. Um, And then we end the program with a fifth module, another part of this big toolbox, which is Learning, I I like to call this module the quantum leap, which is where you learn everything you need um, about manifestation, law of attraction, and finding your purpose, right? And for most of your listeners, I'm sure they already know their purpose. They're into environmental sustainability, and that's that's their jam, and they're going to move forward with that. And I'm so happy to be, you know, sharing this 
with these beautiful listeners who are into this. Um, but now you are going to come from a space of having worked within yourself first, right? So that you can really be move forward towards your purpose from a place of being healed, from a place of love, from a place of like, there's nothing stopping me now because I'm at a much higher energy space than I've ever been before. We talk about manifestation, law of attraction, so you can attract anything you could ever want and all the tips and tricks that you need to really get there. Um, but that is what the three C's method, um, I don't want to say is all about because there's so much to it, but in a nutshell, you know, that's a little bit of some of the concepts that are talked about within the three C's method and what I like to call the toolbox, because one of the biggest things that women say, um, leaving the program is I feel like I have all the tools I need to keep moving forward in my life, right? I have everything I need to move forward and feel like I've got this, I've got whatever comes my way, because the reality is, is that ups and downs don't go away, right? It's not like you finish any kind of coaching program and then like your life is perfect. There's still going to be so many ups and downs, challenges and obstacles. But if you have the right toolbox to address all of that moving forward, then you're set. You're totally fine. And that's what the three C's method consists of. Wow. I love it. That sounds so comprehensive. It sounds like you hit like pretty much everything that, like you said, you'll need to move forward with your life and have all the tools that you need. When I was doing my coaching with you, um, probably my biggest thing was overthinking. (laughs) So even though I do still deal with it, you gave me so many tools to be able to move past it and to figure out why I'm, you know, having these overthinking problems or like why I have this self-doubt. So yeah, you definitely do give all the tools to live your best life. (laughs) Definitely. And I mean, you are such a huge testimonial as well. Like you have like, you know, now you have this beautiful sustainable brown, brown girl podcast that has just done amazingly. Um, I can see you so much more in your power with much more confidence showing up, sharing all your love for sustainability. Um, and that was not the confidence that the first Ariel that I spoke to had, right? You've definitely come such a long way. Um, and like you said, the overthinking, the anxiety, it's not like it, it would be amazing if you got to a point where it never happened, but we also have a brain and it also needs to think. Right. Um, but just even just having the tools to work through it makes all the difference because now we feel like, okay, this can happen, but I know what to do when it does. And I have it handled and I can feel like I have a little bit more control of the situation if I know what I need to do. Yes. Yes, exactly. So, um, about how many people can be in the three C's program? Yes. So the three C's method has grown and grown and grown. Um, I am looking to having a maximum of 22 women for the next round. My next round will be opening up in April. Uh, so 22 max for the round of April. Uh, but I so see it going so much further to 40 hundreds of women in future rounds, which is going to be amazing, but 22 for this round. So, um, I know we'll talk about it. I'm sure towards the end of this, but for anyone who is interested, this is your time to jump on a call with me and see if we can get you into this next round. Yes. Love it. Okay. Alejandra. So what is one way anyone can be more emotionally sustainable? Hmm. So the first word that comes to mind is acceptance. I think the way to be more emotionally sustainable is by finding more acceptance within yourself. 
being kind to yourself, knowing that you might not be perfect and that's okay, which is a whole different topic Mm -hmm. on perfectionism, right? Like I think a lot of people think being perfect is just, is a good thing because you're meticulous, but being perfect is a bad thing because it shows that you're so afraid of what others are going to think that you feel like things need to be perfect. And the reality Mm -hmm. is, is that they're never going to be perfect. So you're constantly just stopping yourself from moving forward. So I think the biggest word is acceptance. Find acceptance within yourself. Work on finding love within yourself. Um, Don't give up on yourself. Seek help if it's needed. Um, You need to be in a good headspace to change the world. And you have to come from a place of love, not only for others, but most importantly for yourself. So find that acceptance within, stop seeking perfection, stop trying to be perfect, Um, stop putting the pressure on yourself because the reality is, is that I'm sure no one is actually putting pressure onto you. You're putting that pressure within yourself because you think people are pressuring you because you think people are judging you. So you're giving yourself that, that pressure for yourself, um, which is another huge, which the last thing I'll say, but it's, it's a huge thing to take radical responsibility of your life and realize that no one can change your emotions. We're so used to saying, oh, you made me feel this way, or you made me feel guilty, or you made me feel anxious. But the one thing that you have control of is your emotions. You are 100% responsible for your own emotions. Mm -hmm. So instead of thinking that like, oh, all these people are making me feel this way, say, no, I am allowing all these people to make me feel this way. And if I come back to myself and work on my emotional um, health and find acceptance within myself, then no one will ever make me feel anything because I will choose to take full responsibility of my emotions. So acceptance, that's a big word. Yes, I totally agree because um, I know like talking down to myself (laughs) and feeling like, you know, I'm not doing my best or whatever. It is just me. Most of the time, other people aren't thinking those things. Like if I feel like I've fallen short, most of the time, no one else is thinking that I am. So to accept yourself and to love yourself really is gonna help you go, you know, a long way with being more emotionally sustainable. Love that. Yeah, totally. And I think that brings us to the end of this podcast, Alejandra. It has been amazing having you here. You've given us so many great tips on how to combat eco-anxiety and how to be more emotionally sustainable because it is so important. Your mental health is so important, as we all know. So tell us where we can all find you online and how people can get enrolled in your 3Cs method. Yes. So first, I want to say that I'm so freaking happy that we got to have this uh, podcast interview together. It's so amazing to get to talk to you again and see your sweet, beautiful face. Um, Of course, the podcast listeners won't be able to see the face, but her face is beautiful right now, just so you know. But um, yeah, uh, in terms of, well, first, just thank you so much. I honor you and I thank you so much for being part of this. Um, where can people find me? So anyone can find me on Instagram under my first and last name, Alejandra Duenas underscore. 
that is my Instagram name. And I want to offer you guys something really amazing. So we've talked about anxiety, depression, and overthinking. I am, I created a really beautiful, amazing free workshop for anyone who is dealing with anxiety, depression, and overthinking um, to heal it. So if you want to learn, if you want to take radical, radical responsibility of your life and do something to work on yourself, then I encourage you to go check out uh, my Instagram. Go to my Instagram at Alejandra Duenas underscore. Go to the link in my bio and you will have free access to a beautiful workshop that I've created. It's had already so many amazing testimonials. Um, go ahead and check it out. Work on healing these things because you don't deserve to keep living with it every single day of your life and hey if it's free why not take it right and maybe there's there's a reason why you're listening to this podcast episode right now maybe it's aligned and meant to be for you so go for it so that's that my free workshop and then yeah. saving the best for last is my three c's method program so i am about um right now on the date that we're at today I am about to finish off my current round of the three C's method. And my next round of the three C's method will be opening up the first week of April. So for any of you who are listening to this episode right now, you probably have like maybe two or three weeks or maybe less than that to go ahead and check out the link in my bio uh, and apply for a discovery call. Um, it, when you apply for a discovery call, we'll be jumping on about a 45-minute call where I get to learn more about you, what your pain points look like, and I'll be honest with you, I'll let you know if I feel like I can help you, um, and you'll let me know if you feel like the program is a good fit, and if so, then we move forward with having you in the 3Cs method. Now, these programs are always... Um, recurring so every four months there's a new program or not a new program it's the same program but there's a new group of women entering the program um so maybe you're watching this a year into the future um and i'll probably still have the three c's method up so just go ahead uh check out my instagram instagram and i'm sure you'll find all the information you need there so free workshop on healing anxiety, depression, and overthinking. Check it out in the link in my bio and check out the link in my bio. If you're interested in learning more about the three C's method, we'll jump on a discovery call and I'll get to know you a little bit more. And I'm so looking forward to it. So that's how people can find me, Ariel. Um, and again, thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me to be part of your podcast. I am so grateful. Yes, thank you so much for joining. This was amazing. Please go follow Alejandra on Instagram and you can see her free um, workshop. And since you've heard her talk for the past 30-ish minutes, you already know how amazing and knowledgeable she is. So you will definitely gain so much from her program. So thanks for joining us, Alejandra. This was great. Thank you. Love you so much. Love you. Thank you so much for listening to this Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share it if you loved it and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram at Sustainable Brown Girl and check out our Facebook community. We would love to have you there. Until next time, let's continue to make healthy choices for the health of our planet and the health of our bodies. Thanks for listening.